Welcome, adventurers. This is the 14th audio session report for the Rallying Ragnarok D&D 5e campaign. This session 27 report is for the Phantom Troop playing group, which is entitled The Grove, and took place on October 1st, 2021. The player characters are Kyo, Vela, Atlia, Dunkel, and the NPC McSchmitty. The report reads as follows. The session starts at 1.30 p.m. on the fifth day of travel after completing their short rest. They have already traveled 15 miles that day before the spider encounter and have three hours or nine miles to go for traveling. After uneventful three hours of travel, they make camp at 4.30 p.m. They do some downtime activities. Dunkel makes spider leg soup. Atlia practices her short bow. Kyo practices with his sword, and Vela works on stitching her leather journal. After setting watch, they retire at 8 p.m. and arise at 6 a.m. on the sixth day, after an uneventful night. After the morning routine and breakfast, they are on the road by 7.30 a.m. After about three hours of uneventful travel, the party comes upon an ox-drawn wagon. Inside are Hartha Canute, his wife Gertrude, their son Leif, and a rambunctious gnome named Schnorri Sturluson. Hartha Canute is a middle-aged chief of a fishing village called Gelder, which is the same village the party is traveling to. Snorri is the village's druid and tells the party that they are seeking help. He believes giant spiders are responsible for villagers disappearing and seeks the party's aid. Dunkel casts Detect Good and Evil and finds that there are seven people on the cart, um, all being of good alignment. But after only being introduced to four, he challenges Snorri on where the rest of the party is. Snorri is deeply offended and demands that Dunkel holds his tongue. After failing to do so, Dunkel saves against the polymorph spell. Further pushing the issue by Dunkel leads him again to make another polymorph save as um, as Snorri hurls a hail of insults and tells him to shut his trap, basically. <laughs> the party agrees to help Snorri and the village. After this, three fairies who had hitched a ride on the cart pop up and ask for the party's help as well. Although not asked or given, the fairies' names are Donella, Narida, and Rosina. They will give their names at the next meeting. Um, The fairies confirm the danger the spiders pose and can take them to a grove where they have made their nest. Uh, The village and the fairies will help the party any way they can in getting north after the completion of this quest for them. Now the fairies have been displaced. The grove used to be theirs and the spiders killed many of them and then kicked them out. So they want their place back. Um, the fairies lead the party on a trail just off the road. Um, so it's about 15, 20 minutes travel upon this off-road trail, and they come to the grove. Dunkel recognizes the grove from his vision. Kyo sends McSmitty back to the road with the horses for protection. Um, and that, that way, um, if they get overrun or anything, the, the spiders won't get the horses. Kyo sends... Um, Uh, Excuse me. Meanwhile, the ox cart travels back down the road. They came to set up camp and prepare the party, prepare for the party to arrive after dealing with the threat. So they've gone a couple hours distance. So the party will have to travel to them. When the party enters the grove, they are attacked by 16 adder cops, which are the weird, smaller 
spiders. You don't know the name Adderkop. I'm just doing that to distinguish. You know it from <laughs> from um, the Albert Rodeo map, which I named them Adderkops, but you don't know. And we'll probably have to do some RP session to come up with names for them. There were four hunter spiders and a very, very, very large spider, which you found out on Albert Rodeo, which was called Taula the Hunter. But um, you will have to find out all this later. Um, as the players just notice that there's different types of spiders, but don't have names for them. So there is a very great battle, but in the end, the party succeeds in killing the huge spiders and the remaining spiders flee. The party discovers some corrupted trees at the far edge of the grove, um, which are covered in webs and also marks the entrance to a cave. The time is about 10:45 AM. They have traveled nine total miles and have 65 miles or two and a half days to go to get to their the fishing village. This is the stopping point for this session. Atlia gains 10 piety points with Polemus. Um, she is considered a votary or somebody who takes vows of dedication to religious service, uh, such as a monk or nun, as she really is a priestess of Polemus, which is the god of victory and the god of righteous war. Um, so he's, he's more like Athena, I think. Uh, versus Ares. And she gains the following. As Palamus' devotee, which three or more piety points, Palamus' trait, as a devotus, devotee of Palamus, you have earned his favor enough, through enough victories won in his name. You can cast Compelled Duel with this trait a number of times equal to your Charisma modifier, minimum of one. You regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. Charisma is your spell casting ability for this spell. Uh, Polemus Votary Piety Points, ten with 10 plus piety points. With this trait, you can cast Crusader's Mantle with, um, with this trait. Well, that was saying it twice, but anyway, you can cast Crusader's Mantle. Once you cast the spell in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. Charisma is your spell casting ability for the spell. In addition, you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened, which she already has because she's an Eskitaran. Dunkel gains 10 piety points with Kalkus, which is the god of the forge, because he is actually a paladin of Kalkus. <laughs> so as a devotee, uh, the lowest level, uh, with three piety points, you have drawn the notice of the god of crafts with your skill. You can cast Shield of Faith with this trait, requiring no material components, um, a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier, minimum of one. You regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. In addition, you know the Mending Cantrip. Intelligence is your spell casting modifier for these spells. Kalkus's Votary Piety, which is ten or more, which is what... Um, what Dunkel is at. Um, with this, he can cast Heat Metal with this trait, requiring no material components. Once you cast the spell in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. Intelligence is your spell casting ability for this spell. In addition, you have advantage on saving throws against being knocked prone. Now remember, all of these things are found on World Anvil if you need to copy them into um, D&D Beyond. The rewards earned are 1,000 experience points for the session, 500 experience points for um, uh, roleplay, 1,850 experience points for de defeating the spiders at the grove, and 500 experience points for helping the innocent. This concludes session 27 of the Phantom Troop. Until next time, adventurers.